0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: On this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, um, I know we're going through a lot of, lot of strain and anxiety regarding COVID-19, um, but believe it or not, I'm going to bring up some good things that have come as a result of this pandemic, and it's all about cognitive reframing is what we call it, and also mindfulness, But but we'll get into that. So stay tuned for that. And also, as usual, I'm going to be giving the listeners a free hypnosis guide, along with a couple of other freebies that we've we've been kind of dishing out the last few weeks. Stay tuned. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit,
0: Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States.
1: What is happening, everyone? It's David Wright. We are here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining me. We are here in the podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Happy to have you. Matt is here, as usual, helping me out. <laughs> Doing what I can. Doing what you can. They're yeah. in the background. Yeah, kind of. I like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> That's me. That's the background. Uh, so those of you watching live on, on Facebook, thanks for tuning in. Give us a shout out. Um, I'll be able to see it, or Matt will let me know you did. If you are if you happen to be on, say hello. Uh, yeah, I I've have I've had a couple of family members check in the last couple of weeks. I My my oldest sister called in a couple, couple of shows ago or checked in my uh, younger sister checked in like last week. So that's cool. So yeah, if, if you, if you're online on Facebook, give us a shout and we'll say hello.
0: It's a family affair. It, really it is, is. It is.
1: I'm, I'm waiting for, I don't know who else could check in. <laughs> well, I have a brother. I, he could check in. I have another sister who could check in. So yeah, I'll just say saying, Hey, where you guys been?
0: Yeah. They're, you've been called out.
1: For, we're going to do our family reunion on the podcast. Fair enough. That would not be very interesting. though. <laughs> Oh, come on. The right family's got to have some stories. Come <laughs> oh, on. I have some stories. Don't know if we can share them here, but
0: <laughs> you could try.
1: <laughs> could. So let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On my website, you'll find my podcast page, uh, my podcast and blog page. They're kind of one and the same. You can find my, my shop page with all of my MP3 downloads and other cool things. Um, and, and just not that you really care out there, but I'm actually in a, in a revamping the whole website. So it will look different. I'm going to say in a week, have all the same great stuff on it, but it'll just have a different look and a different feel. but, uh, it will definitely be my website. So, uh, yeah, come back and check that out in a week or two and, and let me know if you like the changes. You can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube motor city hypnotist. And, and speaking of YouTube. All, all, I, I record all of my podcasts um video on all of my podcasts as well and i post those after the audio has been released to all the podcast platforms so if you want to watch i mean i don't know if it will make a difference for you but you could see me doing the podcast uh that might be interesting well, you got a better face for radio than i do <laughs> just gonna, i'll just throw that out there oh <laughs> good for you So yeah, check out my YouTube channel. Um, And also on my YouTube channel, you can also check out, um, unfortunately, shows have been kind of dead because of COVID, but um, check out, uh, I have a whole bunch of clips from shows. So if you want to have have a laugh or two, check those out as well. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are Motor City Hypno. And I'm also on Patreon. Patreon is a creator site for listeners or people who do watch or listen content can contribute to the show financially mm-hmm. just check it out um uh, you know it's, it's it's minimal donations but you get cool stuff like the, i wore my t-shirt today so i could show it off you could you could have one of these yep you could have a a coffee mug that you could put um <laughs> mictors mictors whiskey in you can yes you can oh yeah, fantastic It'll it'll work I've, for that too i've never had had it Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, Alan
0: Benson, actually chimed in. Oh, Alan,
1: Alan watches or Alan listens every week. Excellent. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for checking in. Hey, Alan, Alan. Mm What the the fuck (laughs) are you doing? I know you're listening to a podcast or watching a podcast. So, (laughs) hey, thanks for checking in, Alan. I I appreciate it. I really do. Um, So yeah, check out Patreon if you'd like to take a look and make a donation. That would be awesome. And also, wherever you're listening, uh, whether it be on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the podcast, if you could just uh, um, subscribe and leave a review, that would really help me. Uh, It helps me get more visibility, grow my channel and grow my uh, audience. And that would be great. So uh, if you're listening, just like I said, just subscribe and like it. Um, That would be awesome. This episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to BannerSeason.com forward slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. Again, that's BannerSeason.com forward slash fantastic. And it's a pretty cool program. Um, I, I have some automatic birthday things set up so that I don't have to remember. And on the people's birthdays who I have set up, they just get a card and a gift in the mail. Cheater. Automatically. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, as long as I can get ahead. Right. Yeah, as long as I don't <laughs> have to think about it. Yeah. Whenever I, whenever I read the ad, I always think, you know, I didn't mess it up, but I'll still play this anyway.
0: Yeah. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks.
1: That's we're just playing for the, for the heck of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about something fun and interesting, our winner of the week. Mm-hmm. That's how winning is done. This is a cool story. Um, so let, let, me, let me just read through it. Um, and and I, I may hop around because it's, it's a little bit long, but you'll get the point of it. So it's, this comes from Sedona, Arizona. When 95-year-old World War II veteran Johnny Demas Hmm. lost his full-time caregiver and wife of 67 years, there didn't seem to be many options other than to move out of his house and into a nursing home. Hmm. So he lost his wife of 67 years. He needed a caretaker. Mm -hmm. Um, But he and his late wife had always vowed they would never go into a home. I guess they they talked about it and said, we don't want to go into homes. So his grandson, Roger Gilbert, devised a plan. He moved Grandpa Johnny from Illinois to live with Roger and his wife in Sedona, Arizona, two years ago. And last October, they decided to embark on an epic journey around the United States in their motor home, visiting all of the places on their grandfather's bucket list. Oh, my God, it's great. Yeah. Knowing time was limited, the unlikely trio explored and experienced as much as they could together from Mardi Gras in Las Vegas... To encounter with a camel named Roger at a dairy farm on the Mexican border. Okay, so they didn't go across the border. Yeah, you know. well, okay. apparently it was on the border. I I don't know if Roger the camel was from Mexico or not. Maybe he, you know, maybe he came over. Sure, it wasn't um, a donkey. Yeah, right. Most importantly, they got to visit several World War II museums where Johnny was treated like a rock star, as he should. He's a Nine, World War II vet, ninety-five years old. Wow. He was also fortunate enough to meet another fellow world war ii vet there and then the uh the grandson said i think it was deeply cathartic for grandpa to be able to process everything that happened at such a young age mm-hmm. by talking with this other veteran he enlisted in the marines at age 17 and at that time uh, he had his father had to sign him up because he wasn't 18 yet oh, wow. yeah they'd have permission apparently right uh he served in Guam where he was wounded and sent back to the united states to recover in a va hospital uh he had severe ptsd So, I mean, this guy had a, I mean, again, serving our country, um, injured, uh, experiencing PTSD, his wife of 67 years passes away and, and his grandson and his wife just take him on this trip of, of a lifetime, just, just, just across country. They just, and and it's great because they, um, they just, uh, Loaded his wheelchair into this motorhome, and then they dubbed the, the vehicle the Sweet Mary bus for his late wife. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, they named the bus after her. That was beautiful. Um, so, and again, some of the favorite stops turned out to be Tombstone, Arizona, White Sands, New Mexico, uh, cities of San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. They loved El Paso, uh, partic- particularly the Rosa Cantina, mm. which is featured in the song El Paso.
0: Mm.
1: So, uh, a lot of details as far as their trip goes, going back and forth. So I, I, this this is a great story, and I, and, I, and I have to end it on a sad note. The 96-year-old passed away this year on August 16th. Oh, boy. And their next planned trip was there, was a visit to Graceland, the home of his biggest idol, Elvis Presley. Got it. He was so excited to go, but his deteriorating health wouldn't allow for it. Mm. But in a final sweet kiss from God... Roger and Joe realized that, that Grandpa died on the same day of, as Elvis did, <laughs> 43 years later. Uh-huh. Right? Wow. Yeah. So Elvis welcomed him to the Pearl Absolutely. Dates. I'm sure Elvis was standing there waiting, waiting. Right I can't there. do an Elvis impersonation. <laughs> Neither can I. i standing there waiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: it's a great story. <laughs> that their son, his, his grandson and, and his wife, Roger Gilbert and his wife, definitely are winners and so is is uh um roger yes. roger's the veteran roger gilbert how often do you get to meet condolences a condolences roger yeah. and and or to the family but
0: what what a great story how often do you get to meet a uh an animal that's named after you that
1: too yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the camel the camel right and and to meet another world war ii two. veteran in this the travels, age yeah. right now yeah yeah fantastic great story i'll leave a link to that story on because there's There's probably like a four-page article on this of all the things they did and different details. So take a look at that. I'll leave the link in the show notes. So Mm -hmm. to Roger, God rest your soul, and to his grandson, Johnny, and his wife, you are our winners of the week. Thank you. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So... Back to it. So we're going to talk today uh, a little bit, and I know I, I talked about this in the intro, in the open, um, about COVID nineteen. And I know if you're listening today, it's the it's November thirteenth at the, as at the time of this recording, and we all know that that the numbers have been going up, probably actually where we're, it's the highest now than it's been since since it started.
0: Right, right, right. Uh,
1: we're, we're we're way. So so I don't know what's going to happen with this. And as a therapist, I have a lot of clients that come in very anxious, very. Uh, uh, scared, very uh, overwhelmed, just overwhelmed because because you just don't know what's going to happen, and I think that's the challenge in a lot of situations. That if you don't know what's going to happen, it's scary because mm-hmm. there's no way to plan, there's no way to. to... So I'm going to give you a couple of things, and then I'm going to I'm going to give you a list of things that 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 we can look at. And when I say this, we're going to reframe these. And when we talk about cognitive reframing, it's taking a situation and just looking at it in a different way. Hmm. So, something that that definitely is negative, which would be a pandemic, looking at it differently. so so taking the best out of a bad situation. I know that sounds cliche, but really that that is what reframing does. Um, you know, our winners of the week. Uh, you know, a terrible situation. this this grand this grandfather, his wife sixty seven years, dies mm-hmm. and he's in bad health, and they don't want to put him in a nursing home. So they take it. They make. They take a trip across the country. That that's right. just like reframing a bad situation mm-hmm. and making the best of it. So, so I know COVID is on everyone's minds, and as long as you are doing what you can do, that is the only thing that you have control of. So, so as long as you're taking precautions as directed, as long as you're limiting your 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 time out, as long as you're not putting yourself in dangerous situations, that's the most you can do. Sure. Um, and I know people get. They're like, well, oh, I just, I'm scared, I'm going to get it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. That that's a that's a valid concern. Yeah.
0: It's it, it's going to make its way through the entire population mm. of the globe eventually. Eventually. So you just you know protect yourself, mask up, do your sanitizing, keep your
1: place mm-hmm. clean. But uh, yep. you know, again, limiting your exposure to other yep. folks. You Absolutely, know. and and just doing what's in your control. Mm-hmm. Now, on that subject, I'm going to talk about some positives that have come as a result of this pandemic. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little little odd or a little uh, doesn't really kind of go together. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Most people don't make changes until they're forced to. And when I say that, most people don't make changes until there's a, a, a catastrophe or a huge event in their life that forces them to make changes. In, in a general example, many people out there who've, who've maybe had a heart attack in their 50s or 60s, and then once that happened, they're like, I, I have to get in shape. I have to watch what I eat. It forces them to have to make a change because of what happened. Right. So unfortunately, this pandemic has forced us to do a lot of things, but a lot of these things are positive. So I'm going to start with one. The first one is a break in routine. And we all know that we have routines in our lives. We do things it, every day, you get up the same time, you go to work, you do this, you do that, you take you know, have to have to take the kids here at this time. And routine is a good thing, but but after a while, if you don't have anything beyond that, it can get stale. You can get um, you can get kind of stuck. It causes a lot of people depression right. and, and anxiety. Um, and psychology shows, I mean research shows that people are more open to habit changes. In times of upheaval, this is definitely a time of upheaval. Yeah, w- with COVID. So, what this does is gives you an opportunity to restructure your life, and 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 maybe it's not something. Yeah, maybe you were choosing to do this, but because of the situation, you've had to. People not have to stay at home with their kids because they're online schooling. Right. They have to make arrangements as far as how they work, mm-hmm. and and yeah, those things seem inconvenient. But think about it: you're spending more time at home. You're spending more time with your kids, right? Granted, you may not want to do that. <laughs> boy, oh, that boy. escalated
0: quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast.
1: <laughs> no, I get it. Sometimes kids can be challenging, and, and and too much time, of course, can also cause conflict. But we have to look at that—that that there there are positives that have happened right. as as far as having to change your routine. A friend of mine earlier this week, David, yeah. uh,
0: said. Uh, it quote, and I said, and I quote, "You are Matt, the king of pivot." Ah, right. Cause so, cause so many things change so drastically, so uh-huh. quickly. You you have to learn to adapt and pivot yourself yep. uh, to then become accustomed to something new. Yeah, and then again pivot again because something new is right around the corner. It's it's funny you use the term pivot,
1: not funny in a ha way, but, right? But or in a, because, or in a friend's way, or yeah, yeah because <laughs> this whole podcast came about, and I've been thinking about this for quite a while. But the whole podcast came about because my summer show season got wiped out mm-hmm. because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Typically, from April through August, I'm either doing high school shows for prom, post-prom, grad nights, college shows for graduation, or or uh, freshman orientation week, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fairs on fairgrounds at five, six days at, at a time. Sure. And all of that was gone so so and I, I'm sure I've expressed this on the show before that i I wanted to continue to reach out to people so this situation forced me to have to do something right even though I wanted to I hadn't done it so yeah, right. this gave me the opportunity to do it so that that's a that's a plus yes number two and and this is this is gonna sound funny <laughs> but um we've all learned the importance of of personal hygiene.
0: <laughs> it's not it's funny. <laughs> stings the nostrils. <laughs>
1: and I know that's funny in a way. It's not. But but sometimes <laughs> we're not aware of things. Um it, it, and it's not it's not like something's wrong with somebody, but but uh, uh, let's say let's let's go back a year in time. Let's go back a year in time. Mm-hmm. Would you have thought twice about shaking someone's hand? Nope. Or touching a rail nope. or a doorknob or what whatever else you do throughout your daily routine. Now, even before this pandemic, there are still things such as the flu and right. colds and and other things that could make you sick, but we didn't think about it because nothing was nothing was I won't say the flu is not life threatening. It can be, yes, depending on your situation. The type the, of flu. But yes. but we've yeah. never been this this aware of hygiene before. And that's a good thing because it helps in so many other places, too. Especially if you have a partner who <laughs> I want you to wash your hands i mean i don't <laughs> so it it's, it really is it's it's a it's a good thing um you know the thing i wonder is you know did did people not use toilet paper before cuz that sure seemed like you know that came out of out of time. you know again when all that disappeared uh, like instead yeah, like like how much how much toilet paper are you going to use right this <laughs> is a mess. yeah sometimes yeah <laughs> uh. Get number, out the corn cobs. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> get out, get out the leaves out of your yard. Um, number three, and this is a good one because I, I think we all, ha- I think we all would agree with this: to focus on and appreciate our essential workers. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I think we've always appreciated them, but this puts it in a whole new light. Yes. These, these people act are, are actually risking their lives. To take care of people mm-hmm. and, and people who are sick, people who, who are, again, the serious ones on ventilators. And, and they're not, you know, and again, may, these are the only people some of these people had contact with before right. they passed away.
0: You know, and even beyond, you know, folks that are in the hospitals and healthcare. Mm-hmm. then you add on your your police, your fire departments, yep. so all those employees, those all are the all
1: the first responders. Yes. You know, all those folks mm-hmm. were
0: so essential to really support through this entire ordeal and continues. And,
1: and teachers, well, that we'll have those uh, teachers, to the mix. Absolutely, yes. So, so I mean, think about it. all your first responders, your police, your fire, your your EMTs, your your teachers, um, uh, your nurses and doctors your and favorite, healthcare workers, your favorite bankers and tellers at the yeah, local well, branch. Yes, I mean, even Honestly. things like that, they continue yeah. to work. People, and, and I know this is a luxury, but even restaurants, mm-hmm. these this is people's livelihoods. Mm-hmm. They they work and they they so. So it it has helped us to focus more on the things that we take for granted. Right. That's a good thing. Yes. Here's another good positive. Generosity and community mindedness is spiking. Hmm. It's, and and maybe it's just me, but it seems like I've seen a lot of great stories about people just helping other people lately. Today is actually National Kindness Day. I'm not sure if you knew that or not. I did not.
0: Yes. Today's National. I probably
1: should have made a note of it for the podcast. (laughs) So let's celebrate today's National (laughs) Kindness Day, everyone. Let me see if I can find something good, <laughs> no, but you're you're right, you know piece of crap it doesn't work <laughs> no it does work yes, it's national kindness Day, yes, it
0: is, but yeah. the, you know the generosity you're seeing a lot more outpouring, yes uh, through the pain when folks were coming by your home, beeping their horns because it was your birthday, Yes. Right? it's just that yes. that outward thing out, yes, yes.
1: outward. Mm-hmm. I saw a great story on the news and i and I know. This is another thing I say to clients, and for those of you out there, if you're overwhelmed by things and 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 like bad news or or things that bother you or make you anxious, sometimes it's it's good to pull back from the news for a bit, uh, you know. Unless and and I'm not saying just ignore it completely, but sometimes it's too much. But I saw, and oftentimes you'll have stories on the news where they say this family would had this happen to them. They have a GoFundMe set up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I've never been compelled to donate before, but for some reason, this one struck me the other day. It might have been last night. It, it was within the last two nights. A family's house caught on fire. And then that was robbed. It was robbed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gross and Point Farms. Area. Yes. And yeah. it was a husband and wife and their daughter. Daughter was an adult daughter or mm-hmm. close to an adult. She mm-hmm. was not a kid. And, and they, were, they, were, they, they, they were saying things in the interview like, you know what? It's sad that our house is gone. But the important thing is we have each other, right. everyone got out safe, our pets got out safe, mm-hmm. everyone is safe, and we're grateful for that. But then they go on in the story to say, while the house was was burned and they couldn't stay there, it was vandalized mm-hmm. it was it was ransacked, yes, and they took uh, like sentimental jewelry right. and things of and that's the part that was like really yeah that 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 part really irked me, mm-hmm. but then they said they had to go fund me set up, and I'm like that see that now that's a I, I really felt compelled to, to to donate to that good for you yeah honestly yeah because because it's it's just a it's a it's already a tragedy and then you get dumped on more Mm -hmm. you know uh, (laughs) which kind of which kind of sucks (laughs) but again generosity and community mindedness and and i and i honestly i I, i'll challenge everyone who's listening just think about something nice you can do it doesn't have to be money it just can be uh, you know i don't know if if you have elderly neighbors just
0: go and say hi i don't know yeah instead of saying you know what give me a call if you need anything you know what Give them a message. Say, hey, you know what? DoorDash is on its way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just take control and do something because you know, and here's the thing. And I know I, I have, a, I talk to a lot of people every day and many people are resistant to, to, to taking help. Like if you say, Hey, call me if you need anything, they'll say, Oh yeah, sure. But in their mind, they're thinking, I'm not mm-hmm. going to call you because I don't want to take I don't want to be a burden. Right. I don't want to take advantage. I don't want to, I don't need, I don't want to feel needy. Mm-hmm. But but if you just did it, they won't have a choice then, right? Unless they just throw your food out <laughs> in the yard. This drink, I like it.
0: I know it's great, right? Another.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as as Matt just finishes his drink, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so number five, changes in working habits. Again, now we're seeing many workers have taken their office jobs home with them. Mm-hmm. They're fil- fulfilling the same role they do at the office at home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's given them a chance to to cut down on commute time, mm-hmm. driving time, Damn. gas costs, Darn it. Um, dealing with people you might not like at work. You know, <laughs> and I, trading for people you might not like at
0: home. I'm one of those people that had to again pivot mm-hmm. to yep. move to working from home, right? In my nine to five, but. During in my, in the normal nine to five hours, you know, I, I did a lot of driving and that was my car payment, <laughs> ah, right? Right. So next thing I know, I'm trying to pivot again to figure out how to make sure that I continue to make these payments, never be late or what have you. And I found, I found a solution, which oh, was, good.
1: which was open a podcast studio. Well, There you go, <laughs> which is good because now I wouldn't be here if you hadn't done that. There you go. <laughs> I might be somewhere else, but um, the sixth thing we're leveraging technology to maintain our health and let us keep connected i, I if, had i known a year ago stock in zoom StreamYard, mm-hmm. all of these online mm-hmm. connection sites mm-hmm. i would have invested a lot more <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one sir uh-huh. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, it's no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it, wish it were, but that would have been great. See, I'm of the other persuasion where I buy high and sell low, so I'm yeah. terrible <laughs> at this game. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have a financial advisor. Right? That's why I don't try to do things myself. That that's that's not my skill. Well, it's I'm saying my skill set. It's not my my specialty. Let's say that fair. But the whole thing is, is people are learning technology. People who would have never learned it before, grandma and grandpa, now Mm -hmm. can Facetime you and or go on Zoom or, you know, and it and it just helps us remain connected. Honestly, in a way, more so because you know, if if you're super busy. You don't have. Sometimes we just get lost in our busyness, and we don't reach out and keep in contact with friends and family.
0: Right, and you know what? This was an opportunity for folks that had maybe not talked a lot in the past. Now they're doing a, a regular FaceTime or Zoom with yep. each other on a weekly. Yeah, right. And these are folks that they haven't, you know, friends or family that they haven't seen in a long time. But right. now they have the time to
1: connect. Yeah, absolutely, That's brilliant. Yeah, and and this one again is great for the climate. Pollution is down. Yeah. How many less cars so i will read this I'll read the stats here. Venice canals are finally clear. Two months of pollution reduction in China has saved probably saved seventy seven thousand lives. New York researchers found a fifty percent drop in carbon monoxide emissions. Wow for the first time in decades, the air is so clear the Himalayan mountains are now visible <laughs> Wow, that's crazy actually, I just said this
0: last night and uh, in mid-March, when everything went to hell in a handbasket, mm-hmm. mid and then beginning of April, I actually had to go out on the road for something. As I'm driving down the freeway on the highway, I felt like Rick Grimes riding his horse into <laughs> downtown Atlanta. <laughs> and running season into one horde of zombies? No, no. That didn't happen. Oh, okay. But just, just the nobody oh, the being on the road, the yes, emptiness. Yes. Oh, I, I know there. the
1: part, the, the one, that view of him yeah. on, the, on the freeway and just nothing. The, nothing yeah. there. That, yeah. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. So
0: I can honestly see why the emissions and everything are, are
1: gone. Yeah. Almost. And, and, and that's, a, that's a plus. That's a, that's a plus for our, <laughs> our environment. It's a plus for, yeah, it's a plus for our, for our wildlife. Yeah. The ecology has has benefited greatly that that's great amen yes um that this one i really like our dogs and cats in the world are very happy because we're alone all the time or not they they're not alone all the time now um as of as of locally and this goes back to april 22nd after the pandemic started all animals that were available for adoption at the Animal Protection Society of Durham and this was in North Carolina had found placement homes.
0: Hmm.
1: So so if people knew they were gonna be home, now they can have they, they know they can have a pet because they know they're gonna be home.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: And I know a lot of times, with if you have a pet, it's hard to be gone all day, every day, with your pet just being at home by themselves. I have no idea what
0: my my cat is going to do when uh-huh. I actually get back out and do my normalcy. Right. My, right. my wife is there, you know. They have, but me being home, the cat has done nothing but be my shadow. Yep. For the past seven months,
1: and this one. It, we've been able to do things that we wouldn't think of before. Do you know how many people learned to cook or bake during this pandemic? How many people have gardened, started painting, are reading more, That mm-hmm. uh, they're increasing their exercise, they're doing home improvements. Right. All of these things you now have time to do because you, you have so much more time at home. Hey, get your Bob Ross on. Let's yep, go. Yep, Bob Ross. Let's get a tree. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> oh, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? Ah,
1: that's just me. <laughs> so anyway, folks, those are 10 things that, that, are, that are positive. And this all goes back to reframing your mindset. It's called cognitive reframing, and it's looking at something in a different way. Now, I'll go back to our, our fallback, our movie that we revert to a lot on this is Dead Poet Society. Right. The whole scene where he says, why do I stand? He st- uh, Robin Williams gets up and stands up on his desk. Mm-hmm on it and he says why do i stand up here and, and people are like oh do, i don't know I, something whatever the answer is running is no to see things in a different way right it looks different from this vantage point mm-hmm. then he has them all come up there and stand on the desk and yes, look around oh captain yep don't jump off like lemmings stand there and take a look <laughs> so a so movie. when you think about reframing it this is a very tough and a very challenging situation Let's reframe it. Let's look at these positive things. And if any of those resonated with you, you may have your own. You may have have other great positive things. If you do, hit me up on social media. Uh, I'd I'd love to hear about it. And um, and just think about it in that way. Even though we're forced to do it, the good that comes from it is still good. So think about that. Thank you for that. All right, folks. My next episode, we are going to talk about conversational hypnosis. Sounds interesting. Uh, If you want to learn more about that, hop in the next episode and we will be talking about it until then change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.